Hey, you've been absolutely savaged by the media here today. You're quite the celebrity. How does that sit with you? <laughs> I'm actually lucky my little sister, Kitty Tapu's here. She's got a way bigger personality than me, and she's not shy at all. So um, I've been trying to get offload most of my stuff to her. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can't do it this time. We're walking yeah. off to the car because you're so busy. You've got to go to training as well. It never stops, does it? No, not at all. Um, but it's exciting, though. Like, I'm fortunate that I don't have to do this alongside my, my career. This is my career at the moment, so very fortunate. Well, they've got that sign down the motorway on the way back from the airport, Blues, Better Never Stops. That's the case, eh? You know it, Darcy, <laughs> Better Never Stops, and that's exactly what's going to happen this season with Opiki. And do you look back on what happened uh, last year and go, bugger, do you run over the tape again and look at Mono and say, we're coming down to get you all? Uh, we haven't done too much looking at others at the moment. All we've done is look inwards at ourselves. Um, what we can control, what we can do. I think a lot of teams are going to take us lightly because um, we've got a few players there that people don't know and that's probably one of the strengths that we have as a team. We've got a, a huge range of diversity, diversity in strength, diversity in skills and it's going to produce a very exciting, explosive game full of um, agile players. Um, so if we can build our continuity for 80 minutes, we'll be hard to stop. How's it changed as a female rugby player since the World Cup for you in all aspects? Oh, not just for me, but for you know everyone that was involved and everyone that's still involved in women's rugby. Um, it's it's really nice to be taken seriously. I think as an athlete, um, to be acknowledged for the sacrifices that we make and not kind of considered as an after, afterthought. Yeah. What what do you have to do? What responsibility do you and your team have to encourage the growth? Because it's all very well and good basking in the glory of the World Cup, but that was yesterday. Yeah. You've got to go forward. What do you guys have to do? Yeah, uh, I think one thing that separates us from a woman, probably women's sport from men's sport, is um, the huge responsibility that we place on ourselves to give back to the sport that we love, rugby, and um, encourage players coming through. It's not uncommon for players to be coaching club teams, to be coaching school teams, to go back into their communities to return back to their homes and um, inspire, encourage and bring through new players Um, and so the amount of players involved not only at the Blackburns level um, this level Super Rugby Opiki, but also at the grassroots level supporting their clubs, supporting their provinces um, has always been um, encouraged and supported. What do you do in that space then? Oh with, with my club, yeah. uh, I'm a I'm a proud member of the College Rifles Rugby Club, um, alongside about five or six other girls in the Blues team. Um, at our club, we've been lucky enough to not only have one women's team but two. Um, the way that we support and give back to our community is we have a lot of school girls that come through, um, and I've been fortunate enough to work alongside um, some of the players from Tamaki College. Um, and coached there a few years ago with my good friend Doris, who used to be um, a Blackburn. Uh, my teammate at the moment, Mai Ruse, I was lucky enough to coach her when she was a, at school, <laughs> in her final year of school. Um, and not last year, but the year before, Maya was able to coach the girls' first 15 team. So um, there's also other players like Eloise Blackwell, who does a lot of work in the community out at Ponsonby Rugby Club but also is a teacher at Epsom Girls Grammar, coaches there. Um, we have players like Christo Toffa who uh, do a lot of work in the West Auckland community. Um, yeah, I could go on. There's heaps of them. <laughs> <laughs> you don't need any help when it comes to dealing with the media, Rua. Hey, thanks very much for your time. You go well, train harder. Thanks, Darcy.
One of the scariest things you can hear as a parent is quiet. But if you do get a little quiet time, have a listen to the parenting hangover. It's not scary at all. If I bump into a couple and they have a boy and they have a girl, and I'm like, oh, boy, girl, snip. You've got a boy, you've got a girl, get the snip. You're you done. Got- you get to figure out what it's like raising a girl, you get to figure out what it's like raising a boy. Save yourself a shit ton of stress and money. You've got your perfect little family. The Parenting Hangover with Clinton Jordan. New episodes every Thursday on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.